is done And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So we both got jobs, I guess is important. We're both full time, which is crazy because like two weeks ago, I wouldn't have thought that was going to happen. Things always work uh, out. <laughs> shut up. They told us like on the orientation on Monday that nobody here is really in line for a job because we've kind of got, we've, we hired a lot of new hires last year that were subs and stuff and they've all gotten jobs. So there's. You're going to be subbing for a while. You know, you're going to have to earn your way in. And then it's like three days later, we both had full-time jobs, hmm. which was pretty cool. And I think they had been waiting to kind of get us in there because they, they kind of put some stuff up that was like perfect for me. So my gig is great. I get to hang out with international students all day. It's very cool. It suits me. And I'm teaching totally. literature again. So pretty cool. Um, and Lisa teaches elementary school on an island where she takes a ferry to work every day. I imagine there's um, not too many people on this ferry. It's pretty much full every time. Hey, what's the capacity? Uh, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. It's, it's a significant ferry. It's not the full BC ferry size, but it's, it's half of a giant ferry. I thought it. It'd be like ten people or something like that, but it's like more like a hundred or something. Or it runs five. It runs more than five times a day. It gets it running like a, all the time, and it's not a long ride. So, it's like a bus pass? Do you have a monthly pass? Or oh, you like can? You pay yeah, you time? can. You can, and they kind of know the teachers, and they okay. know certain people, so they'll let certain people on priority every time. Got it. Um, um, I, I, so, I just thought it'd be like ten people, and the, you'd get to know the captain, and, and it'd be. Oh, you do! I think you do get to know person. everybody. Okay, I think you okay. do. Yes, uh, there's regulars that are on every day, right? Yeah. Um, but you just putter across. Like I can see where she goes on the ferry from our house. So it's not super far or anything, but you just have to take a a boat. So sometimes she leaves her car there. Um, because we oh, live yeah, right yeah. by the ferry. Like, we're so close to the ferry, she just walks there. It's like, you know, seven minutes maximum walking. Uh, and she's on the ferry. And then she can just go to her car and drive a couple minutes to the school. It's like, you could walk to the school from where the ferry docks, but it's like, it's kind of like enough to be like, I don't want to walk, I think. Especially when there's going to be like four feet of snow in the winter. I don't know if you guys were thinking this out. No, 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 Carter. <laughs> what? What do you mean? That's that's not how it goes out here. Oh. oh. We're living the dream. We're living the dream. Last winter broke me. I've got trips booked. Flights booked. Florida, January, California for the first time in February. I'm out of here. No uh, more. You you're, you're going to Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah, you know. <laughs> California's yeah, he makes it sound like he's gonna be drinking, drinking on the Sunset Strip or something, but he's just, just going to Disney World. Technically, California is Palm Springs with the office, and uh, that I'm ducking out two days uh, early. 
to go to Disneyland because it's 150 <laughs> kilometers away. How can I not go? Especially after being around Disney World with Wilder for 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need some time with Janelle at Disneyland. Oh, it's not personal time. I thought it was just you. What's that? Getting, I thought it would just be you oh. going by yourself. Oh, no. no. That'd be no. really <laughs> funny if it was just Carter in Disneyland walking around with like the ears on, like eating cotton fan, candy. Fancy drink. Yeah, fancy non-alcoholic drinks. <laughs> going on all the splashy rides. What's your favorite yeah. type of ride, Carter? All the splashy rides. You like the, the log, splashy rides? The log flumes, if you will, yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, a roller coaster get... guy. I think oh, Brent's yeah. a revolutions person. Oh, I was. Frick. I was. This summer broke me for rides, but you're right. Ever could you handle a Disney World adult day? Like sitting and drinking the special. Oh, it'd be Super like being in an all inclusive all inclusive resort or something. You think you'd be happy there or miserable? Could no, you be happy there? Just, no, no, I wouldn't be. I'd just want to leave. <laughs> I'd like want to find the fence to the resort and then just like literally stand on the other side of it and talk to the people Peter. that work there or something. I would not want to be there. I couldn't experience happiness or relaxation. I couldn't be relaxed in a place like that. Um, no, I've been to a couple decent resorts in a couple good places. Uh, like in Africa and Tanzania and uh, in Curacao. The old folks. And, hey, that, that old folk place in uh, Tanzania was sort of a prep for your current living situation. Yeah, that's right. Um, where else have we been? Oh, in Cuba was pretty good, but it was all Russians. But like in Egypt, Egypt, we had a good one in Sharm El Sheikh. Um, but we've never, it's, we've always gotten out of there as soon as we possibly could. We maybe will spend one day. It's almost like an, a hotel for us. Like it's just a place to kind of stay. And then we literally go and do a bunch of stuff because we can't, we can't sit around and do nothing. Like I can't sit on a beach when I'm in another country. I could sit on a beach for like three hours and I'm like, okay, we got to go do cool stuff. I'm a very. Yeah. No, busy I, I traveler. Yeah. Hey man, you're talking to the busiest traveler you know. <laughs> and well, and you are the life. king. You you traveled four <laughs> countries in eighty four minutes once, I think. That sounds like a good blog. The busiest traveler. Yeah. yeah, the busiest traveler. Ooh, it's good. not about what you experienced. It's about how many things you say you experienced. Well, you know, if you rehearse everything, you can do it quickly. And... Fred finished the rehearsal today. Trevor, when are you going to start? What's the rehearsal? Oh, it's Nathan for you. His new HBO oh. show. Oh, I've heard very good things about this. Mm -hmm. It's okay. just the scale yeah. of it. Yeah. Nathan for you with money. a budget of like Game of Thrones level. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Brett, all right. We haven't talked about Nate's Lizard Lounge yet. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good everything is really good i just i don't know if you should watch it with lisa around maybe when she's stuck on an island <laughs> it's a screaming show you'll be screaming about women oh no yeah, yeah. i watched it with janelle like, there's your nem like i don't know <laughs> Angela <laughs> with nemesis yeah yeah 
Like, I really need you to watch it and report back on her. <laughs> I watch it with Lisa. It, it could, yeah. It could be the end of us. It could be. <laughs> so good. So it's like sometimes she's it. sometimes she's right. She's not always in the wrong. But when she's wrong, it can go to places. <laughs> this won't make sense yet, but yeah, they'll be sweating and screaming, and probably is it a prank show? Oh no, no. What it's an is experience? It? It's it's hard okay. to explain. I like the first episode is sort of an introduction on what the idea was, and then it just sort of evolves. It's, oh, it's uh, kind of like got like an exit exit through the gift shop. It's kind of just like, um, what is if you could rehearse some major moments of your life so you're prepared when those moments actually come? Oh no! Yeah. No! Yeah, no! That's the oh no! And that's what the first episode is, and the second episode starts that, and then it's just like we're gonna stick with this for the rest of the season. Oh, I love when. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say an exit through the gift shop? Yeah, that's the uh, Banksy. Movie. Kind of, except it turns into this guy, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't like, seen Like, have you watched? Yeah, oh, I've Carter, stopped. that's what happens. The beginning starts about Banksy for like 15 minutes, and then this side character comes into the, the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they change the entire documentary and follow this man's life, and it's incredibly and so does Banksy, weird. Right? Yeah. Ah. Oh, it's a bizarre, it's, it. it's a, one of these movies that's not where you think it's going. You think it's Banksy, and all of a sudden it's this, like, hoarder, artist, fake person. It's, like, oh, it's fascinating. Is yeah, it streaming anywhere? Because mm. I don't think that'll mm-hmm. be one I pick up at Walmart for $3 on DVD. It, it might be even on, like, YouTube. Potentially, yeah, that's probably... That or Amazon, I could see being the two most likely. It's like a documentary. Uh, I can find out. Here, let me check. But yeah, mm-hmm. you should give the rehearsal a watch. And Brent, yeah. you need to watch the oh, last episode of Nathan. Yeah, Nathan we'll for you. It. Or should should Trevor watch? I don't know. Maybe Trevor should watch the last episode of Nathan for you, which is sort of the genesis of the rehearsal. It's an hour and a half episode called Finding Francis. It's not like business, Nathan. It's like... A journey, Nathan. <laughs> that that's your next watch, Brent. There, last so, episode. Yeah, even after this show, now I'm even more. Until near the end, I just don't even know if it's all an act anymore, or if he's a lot closer to character than you'd assume. It's all an act. It's gotta be. <laughs> he. Uh, um, like I was, well, t- I was watching it at lunch today at work and like actually crying because things go so far. And what I, really I didn't know this until it's like, should this be happening? No, exactly. Yeah. It's you like the people up quandaries. the mountain, but worse. Oh, that episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
because that's oh, insane. Yeah, that's, that episode's that's funny. Amazing. That's like played for laughs. This isn't really, you know. Yeah, I can't tell you. Oh no, it's, it's not really. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to watch this this week. I'm gonna binge the whole thing. Yeah, six thirty-minute episodes, and it's been oh. renewed for season two, which is good because. <laughs> It's going to be even yeah. higher budget because, yeah. you know, do we, you know, this guy got canned off Comedy Central. Do we trust this guy with money? And yeah, it's been, I don't know, viewership wise. I think it but took me about, wise. I paused it seven minutes and that's when it hits. After, like, after a very short amount of time, it's like, oh no. <laughs> Into the show, like the beginning of the show? Of the, yeah, of the rehearsal when it sort of okay. shows where it's going. Yeah, and that's when I, yeah, I was in, that was a couple of weeks ago. I was in Winnipeg yeah. and I texted you guys. I'm like, I just started and I was nervous and didn't really want to start it, but <laughs> it's going. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And how many episodes of Nathan for you have you seen Brent? Trevor seen Not like many. Three, I just, no? yeah. I probably watched 10 now. Really? That many? Okay. And for those, I watched past the, like the first season, maybe. Okay, so you get it. There like eight yeah. in the first season, and then I kept I going. So. It's great when Lisa's not around, and I just want to lay on the couch and go like because they're short. They're also short. <laughs> oh, they're the most bite-sized, digestible TV show I've ever watched. It's, yeah, you uh, can just fly through them. For those who don't know, it's some guy from BC who uh, is extremely awkward and cringy, and he helps people with wild business ideas. That's Nathan for you. And oh, I didn't know this until so like awkward. It's like a real life curb your enthusiasm with a man who's like on the spectrum or something like it's <laughs> exactly. And so I think the very first it's episode, so weird. Uh, his business ideas are to an ice cream store. You need a flavor that's going to get media attention. Well, what's that? Poo flavor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay. Uh, if, pizza delivery uh if if it's uh not with you within 15 minutes to get a free pizza oh okay but the 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 the, um, the pizza you still have to pay for the large pizza and they give you like a one inch diameter pizza for free pizza. <laughs> yeah and uh, and then the, the delivery boy is going to get beat up and he puts on the outfit and goes talks to the gangbanger. I forget if he pulls a gun or not on, uh, on Nathan or... Yeah. And then the other... Um, I forget what the other... Uh, one well, the one going up the mountain was. is the best thing of the whole. Oh, yeah, that's that's my favorite one. Yeah, absolutely. That's maybe one of the best things ever made. Like, it's it's yeah, a perfect it's... episode of amazing it goes places like you guys are talking about it just really goes places to where these people hike up a mountain for like a free like what is it a it's like nothing ten, it's like a, re, a gas refund rebate like a yeah a gas rebate but it's not a like mail-in rebate it's a uh you must climb up the mountain <laughs> and then they have to climb a mountain to get like a 10 percent off the gas and, and he says it as a joke because that's his business. His business model for this gas station, guys. We're going to give them a giant rebate or a hundred percent rebate, but you have to go drop it in this special drop-off box on the top of a mountain. And everybody's like, "Haha, that was funny. Yeah, you got me. I'll buy your gas, but I'm not coming back for this deal." And people are walking up, and then there's like 
five people are like, okay, we'll, we'll go. I got nothing like, to do you'll... today. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're going to go up the mountain. We're gonna... Yeah, it's like, okay, we'll get a, a, a bus to get you. They like drop them off and, and then he just keeps making them climb and there's like no box and like it's trivia question like they, oh, become, they all become yeah. friends they all become best friends for life and they talk about like their <laughs> life the traumas while all it, sleeping you know? in, a, in a tent and they like bond and they become best friends forever it's the weirdest and then the morning thing. Nathan's like I'm gonna level with you guys there is no box <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think you know we've made a lot of progress in friendship yeah then, and they're like and then, you're right this was great and then, and then you think it's done. And you're like, that was an A plus episode of of comedy. And then you oh get back to the gas station owner, and it's like, yes, yeah, like, uh, good business, good business. Um, I feel as happy as it when I drink my grandson's urine. And it's like, what? Yep. It's like, no. You did don't? you guys like, just no. hear? Did you just hear what Carter said? So the episode's <laughs> over. And they go back to the store, and the man says, talks about drinking. Yes, you heard it. Drinking his son's urine. It's the most insane twist I've ever heard of. Yeah. (laughs) It's pure. If you had 100 guesses, you couldn't have guessed that he was going to. If you had 10,000 guesses, you couldn't make that sentence. And, and the good thing about Nathan is, I guess you guys have only watched season one, is he brings a lot of people, he doesn't bring that guy back, but he brings a lot of people back. And that's what that whole episode of Finding Francis is, is he um, hired this guy to be a Bill Gates impersonator, like a really small role in an episode. And uh, for like a, an opening of a shop, it's like, we've got a great celebrity impersonator, someone who does Bill Gates. And... Then he goes to do the uh, commentary on the DVD and he brings back this actor to talk about it. And while they weren't recording, he just kept talking about this uh, long lost love he has from this woman in high school from like 60 years ago or something. And that's what the episode is, is Nathan and him traveling into Arkansas for like six months tracking down this woman. It's amazing. Holy hell. My favorite part is... Because everything's always done to the extreme. It's like, okay, we can, we got to find a picture of her. Let's, do you have a yearbook? No. Okay. The school would still have a yearbook. They call the school. They're like, hey, can we come look at the yearbook from 1962? They're like, "Uh, no, (laughs) we have children (laughs) here. So what the town is famous for was that Matthew McConaughey movie, Mud, was filmed there. So Nathan, using his production budget and everything, says, we're making Mud 2. And they hire like a background actor from the original Mud, to, to and he's going to be the star because they can't get McConaughey. And so they do. Uh, they're like, yeah, we're we're doing scenes. Uh, uh, we're scouting uh, set locations here, and we're, this school looks perfect. Do you have like a yearbook room or something like that? <laughs> they go look into the yearbook and find her, find what her last name is in, in the picture of her, and oh, then really? they. Fly- and then they fly and uh you know one of those guys who um you know ages up children so this guy's from a previous episode too um like you know this child goes missing at age five and what the child would this look is like not at the age Santa eight. guy no this is a different okay. one so they're like we need you to age up this woman when she's like 17 in this photo to like 77 now and it's so oh. bad it's and this guy's insane like it's yeah 
It's 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 a journey. It's a freaking journey. And there's obvious and obviously, you know, he's he's gonna meet this woman. Nathan's like, we need to rehearse. And so actors are hired and it's a rehearsal. And that's what led to the show. This one segment of, of this episode, this feature length episode. <laughs> yeah. My God. I watched um are we done or are we Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. So. so I watched this crazy like there's these Netflix sports documentaries. Oh yeah, Untold? Those are good. Yes. Did the you one watch... about yachting. Oh, I haven't even heard of that one. It is so weird. Talk about like getting into a world that you did not know anything about and it's like super weird and interesting. And like, just the the people are all characters, and they're a little like they're 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 douchebag yachters in some regards, especially like the American side. Um, it's incredible. It's just a weird, cool watch, man. Like, it's you'll be so into it, and what they did, and how it, they like they hired like because you have to like it's the America's Cup, right? Yeah. Uh, and in the America's Cup, you have to you go against the world. And you have to win like a bracket basically and wins in yacht races against the world. And the winner gets to race America and America like won for like over 130 years or something. They'd never mm-hmm. lost. And then this Australian team, the rules are like every country has to have every person that's on the yacht has to be from that country. The yacht has to be designed by a designer from that country. It has to be built with wood from that country in in that country it's all these really snobby rich people rules and so these australians like reinvent their own yacht because they like hire like an autistic man that has less than three years of education but it's like an obsessive genius who like builds a boat based off of like bird feathers and it's like the fastest yacht ever built at the time and it just like is like this murderer of a boat and this like really weird guy like it's it's such a weird documentary, man. It's cool. It's like, but it's yachts, so it's like not that cool. But it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a good um, watch. Those, yeah, untold documentaries are pretty good. Have you seen Crimes and Punishments about the uh, Danbury Trashers? Oh no! Oh yes, yes, oh, absolutely. That is, that is such a good one. It it was done by the. That's Wade a ten out of ten. Ways. Yeah, it was done by the Way Brothers who. Their previous documentary is really good on Netflix called The Battered Bastards of Baseball. It's eight years old now. It's about uh, this Portland, Oregon, Class A uh, baseball team owned by Bing Russell, like Kurt Russell's dad. And Kurt Russell's on the team and in the documentary as well. Um, Kurt's an interesting guy. <laughs> like, he was a good ball player. Um, and so it's about this uh, really successful minor league team that basically gets pushed out of Portland by a affiliated major league team that draws like one tenth of the, uh, the, uh, the crowd. And, and, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's a good one, but yeah, there's some, there's some good sports documentaries. This was 30 for 30 sort of kicked it off. It felt like there. Absolutely. Uh, Lisa's obsessed uh, with sports documentaries. Like HBO was always the gold standard before, but I can't really say I've seen too many, not even the Andre the giant one. Oh, it's excellent. The one on, uh, what's her name? Um, Cheryl Miller, Reggie Miller's sister. Okay. Damn, she's good. Is that 30 for 30? 
I think it might be HBO. Okay. I can't remember. Lisa watches sports documentaries every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she will find a sport documentary and watch. She just loves sports documentaries. They're her favorite thing. Um, Even bad ones. Like, the, I, I heard Universal uh, disdain towards the 30 for 30 maybe a year ago. Um, the one about the uh, home run chase of 1998. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, King Griffin oh, yeah. Jr. Everyone said it's so bad. And it was on TV and it was like five minutes in. And it just captivated me so bad. I was I watched a full hour and a half of it. It was awesome. Even though everyone said it was like the worst 30 for 30. It was so good. But I guess that's a different too, because I that I was living that summer, like going to Seattle to see Ken Griffin. Yeah, watching you and yeah, that. Yeah. That was right in my age zone, right? So but I thought it was very well done. Even the Jeter Captain series, I was flipping channels. I've and heard saw that's that. excellent. And I was like, this is good. Because when it was first announced, it's like like, because the Jordan documentary was 10 episodes, and then Brady's like, well, I need a 10 episode one, and I guess the OJ one, maybe Made in America, kicked it off being like six hours. And, and Derek Jeter, he's boring, there's nothing interesting about him, but it's not only about him, it's about, you know, those Yankee teams in 98 and whatnot, too. Like, Daryl Strawberry punching people out. Yeah. And on, it's yeah, like yeah, awesome. yeah. And, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs>